What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. We are back. We are back as we always are. We're here every day. You know, some people want to say the day after... Actually, no. People want to say it the moment after the Super Bowl ends. They always want to say it's baseball season. You know, now football's over, it's baseball season. But if you've been with us, it's been baseball season all the way through. The season never ended here on Baseball Connection. We've had something here for you every single day, and we will continue to do so. Today I want to discuss I want to discuss some players who have been able to do something that you don't see very often. That's staying with one ball club for their entire career. We just saw Derek Jeter get inducted into the Hall of Fame. He was a lifelong Yankee for 20 years. That's extremely rare, especially in the day and age of free agency and uh, arbitration and the industry moving towards younger talent. It's tough to stay with one team. I mean, even guys like, for example, Ichiro couldn't do it. Even guys like Albert Pools couldn't do it. These are first ballot Hall of Famers that eventually changed teams because it's it's really rare to see that. Um, I mentioned Jeter. There are other, other guys who, who did it. Uh, Jeff Bagwell, Chipper Jones, Moe, um, Edgar Martinez, Craig Biggio, etc. So this is going to be a list. This is compiled by MLB.com. Ten players who have had the longest tenures with one club. And it's going to start from the player with the longest tenure with their club to the player with the shortest. So the person who made the Major League debut the earliest until now. And um, first of all, it's Yadier Molina, Cardinals. He made his debut June 3rd, 2004. He recently told reporters he wants to be a Cardinal for life. And he plans to retire if the Cardinals don't bring him back after his contract expires this fall. And can you blame this guy? I mean, we can't imagine Yachty in any other uniform. He's represented the cards at nine All-Star games. He's won nine gold gloves, four platinum gloves. He helped them win four National League pennants and two World Series rings. And my goodness, like, he's played 1,881 games in the starting lineup. And he started all but nine of them behind the plate. So he starts this 2020 season just seven appearances behind Hall of Famer Ozzie Smith for third place on the Cardinals all-time games played list. Um, I don't really know what his Hall of Fame candidacy is going to look like. It's an interesting case. He definitely could make it on his glove alone, but unfortunately some people want to value offense significantly more. I don't know. I mean, he's a catcher, so he should get a bit of a pass. It's just if you could compare him to the other catchers already in the Hall of Fame, those guys had much better bats. Obviously, we're talking guys like Pudge Rodriguez, Johnny Bench, Mike Piazza, etc. But we'll see. Number two on this list is Mr. Nationals, Ryan Zimmerman. He made his debut September 1st, 2005. He was the franchise's first draft pick in 05 after the Expos moved to Washington. He was still a contributor to the Nats 10 years later, or I'm sorry, 15 years later in 2019 and he helped them bring a world series championship to dc he'll be back this coming season after signing a one-year two million dollar deal but even the national general manager speculated that zim will get a statue in nats park someday which is pretty which is pretty cool i mean maybe it's going to be a statue of the home run he hit off of garrett cole to give to help them win their first world series crown that'd be very fitting but um it's going to be a while it's going to be a while until a guy like Juan Soto, who's their best player now, 
it's going to be a while until he has a chance to knock Zim off at the top of any Nats major all-time lists. It's Zimmerman. He's at the leaderboards for, like, everything for the Nats. Number three on this list is another Cardinal from, you know, Yadi Molina. Another Cardinal is going to be Adam Wainwright. I'm surprised he's still pitching. I thought he would have retired a year or so ago. He actually earned a one-year deal for 2020. And there's actually a possibility that both he and Yadi could retire with the Cardinals. Uh, Wainwright debuted for the Cardinals just one year after Yadi. And within 13 months, he he threw one of the most famous pitches in franchise history. It was a big curveball to freeze Carlos Beltran of the Mets. And that sealed their 2006 National League pennant. But um, Wainwright was actually a shutdown reliever when he came up. But then he he morphed himself into a workhorse ace earning four top three finishes in the NL Cy Young Award in a six-year span from 09 to 2014. And he's actually defied odds on several occasions. He's come back from Tommy John in 2011. He came back again after rupturing his Achilles in 2015. And then last year, you know, he turned back the clock again. He won 14 games and pitched pretty well in October. So he got himself that that uh, one-year deal for next year, and we'll see what he can do. The next guy on this list is Dustin Pedroia of the Red Sox. You know, he made his debut... August 22nd of 06, but he's only suited up in nine games for Boston over the last two years. And uh, his his future in the major leagues is definitely in jeopardy because he suffered another setback with that problematic left knee. He's still a respected leader wherever he goes and, and um, you know, whenever he appears at Fenway Park. But he's the last connection to the, the Red Sox late 2000s team. I mean, he's the last member of that 2007 World Series team. Uh, and he's, he's on the roster, but... He has not played in a long time because he's having trouble with that knee. Uh, one reason he hasn't retired, I'm sure, is because he has 25 million reasons not to retire. I mean, if he retires, he forfeits a lot of money. I believe it's $25 million on his contract, and um, that's probably one reason why he's sticking around. But whenever he does finish, he's going to end up on the Red Sox all-time top 10 list in hits, re- runs, doubles, steals, and ABs whenever he does hang them up. Number five is Alex Gordon of the Royals. He made his debut April 2nd of 2007. Alex Gordon was the second overall pick by the Royals in the 05 draft. He he started his career as a really highly touted third base prospect, but then he he moved to the outfield and actually became a gold glove winning outfielder. Uh, you know, he, he's been through the, the thick and thin in Kansas City. He played through many rough years with them when, when they won just 43% of their games across his first six seasons before they turned things around in 2013. That was his first All-Star season. And then his peak coincided with the club's peak as they won back-to-back AL pennants and a World Series. And uh, his decision to re-sign with the club following that World Series win, that was what cemented his Royal for Life status. I mean, he, he waived his 10-5 rights to avoid any trade. But he's a good bet to retire in blue and white because he re-signed with the Royals this month, and, or last month, I'm sorry, in January. But he's a, he's a lifer. He's never playing for any other team. Absolutely not. Number six on this list is Ryan Braun of the Brewers. He made his debut May 25th of 2007. He's going into the last guaranteed year of his contract. He has a $15 mutual option for the 2021 season. But he said that he noted a sense of urgency with retirement potentially looming. He's from California. He graduated from University of Miami. But he's made himself very comfortable in the upper Midwest. I mean, he he's near the top of every 
Brewers career offensive leaderboard. I mean, he started his career off with a bang. He won the 07 NL Rookie of the Year, signed an eight million, sorry, an eight-year, forty-five million dollar extension soon afterwards, and he won the NL MVP in 2011. He still has plenty of pop in his bat, and he's hit 20 bombs in four of the last five seasons. But we'll see what the future holds for Ryan Braun. He's still a pretty good player. Number seven on this list is Joey Votto of the Reds. He made his debut September 4, 2007. He's probably going to keep climbing this list because, I mean, his contract keeps him in Cincy through at least 2023. He has nine 400-plus on-base percentage seasons in a 10-year span, which began in 2009. That was the year he won an MVP and led the Reds into the postseason. An NLCS appearance still remains on his to-do list, and the Reds are sensing an opportunity essential this year. They've been pretty aggressive this offseason. We'll see if they can do it, but... You know, last year was Votto's first full season of his career where he finished with a sub-800 OPS. So he's obviously been on the decline for a while. He's not the same player he used to be, but, you know, he, he's been a stud. He has a he has a very impressive resume. Number eight on this list is Clayton Kershaw. He made his debut May 25th of 2008. I mean, he was the consensus top high school pitcher in America. And I, I remember when this dude was, man, I was so much younger, but I remember when he was in the minor leagues and he got the nickname on his curveball, which was called Public Enemy Number One. Vin Scully called called him that. Um, oh, called his curveball Public Enemy Number One. And um, following that was a resume that made Kershaw one of the most decorated pitchers of his era, one of the most decorated pitchers of all time, quite frankly. Five ERA titles, three Cy Young Awards, a pitching triple crown in 2011, and the 2014 NL MVP Award. I mean, he's got a career 244 ERA entering this 2020 season that's the lowest of any starter in the live ball era that means the last 100 years but after 12 seasons in a Dodgers uniform Kershaw's still looking for that first World Series title you know he's signed through the end of next year and LA is going to be a pennant contender until Kershaw's next big contract is sitting he's just not the he's just not the same pitcher he used to be but I mean he's he's one of the greatest of all time absolutely number nine on this list is Brett Gardner he made his debut June 3rd of 08 you know, he was surrounded by some big-name veterans when he made the debut for the Yankees in the leadoff spot 12 years ago. I mean, it was Jeter, Bobby Abreu, A-Rod, Jason Giambi, and so on. But now he's been the he's been the vet for several years now as the baby bombers have come around him. You know, guys like Judge, Gary Sanchez, guys like that, Glaber Torres, for example. But Gardy's leadership is big for the Yankees, but he's also been a very good player. I mean, this past year, he had career bests. In home runs, he had 28 homers, 74 ribbies, and 829 OPS. Those are all career best marks for Gardy. And Aaron Hicks is going to be out until at least June while he recovers from Tommy John. So Gardner will have the center field job to begin the season. And um, if he can stick around for a little while longer, Gardy could become the 11th player to finish a 15-plus career spent entirely in a Yankees uniform. That's saying something. That's saying something. Number 10, last but not least, is Elvis Andrews of the Rangers. He made his debut April 6th of 09. I mean, at the time, Josh Hamilton and Nelly Cruz were still anchoring the middle of that lineup, and the Rangers still didn't have a World Series appearance. Then came Elvis Andrews, young little kid. He comes in, I think he was like 19 or so, and besides 21 games at DH, he, he manned that position. He's done that for 11 straight years. For the Texas Rangers, a pair of all-star game selections along the way. And uh, he's had two separate opportunities to opt out of his Rangers contract, but he's passed on that. He's 
I mean, he's in line to remain in Texas through at least 2022. So that concludes the list. The top 10 players who have stayed, you know, with one team, man, that's 10 plus years. I mean, 11 years at the minimum being Elvis Andrews. You don't see that too much in today's day and age, but I thought I'd discuss that. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.